Hi, and welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. I'm introducing a one-off episode as we head into the end of 2023. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. In this final episode of 2023, I want to talk about finding hope in the waiting season. This episode was inspired by a sermon that I heard in church a few weeks ago, and there was something in that moment when I was listening to my pastor speak where it just inspired me to take this on and put it into words. And I had this urge that it would help encourage someone else who was in this season and someone else who needed to hear this message. Because in the waiting, we experience a variety of things. Heartbreak, misery, solitude, peace, stress, doubt, All of these experiences can influence how we respond in this season of life. In this episode called Finding Hope in the Waiting, I talk about how the waiting season was the most humbling but rewarding component in 2023. I share an end-of-year recap for my personal running and business journey and how being still in a life of chaos can be the one thing that gives us hope. Giving you a quick little life update here before we get into the episode. There's been a lot of changes since the last episode. I mean, who knew so much could happen in a month? The holiday season is usually more calm when it comes to agency work because people are traveling, people are more checked out on social media, but this season, things really started to pick up and... I never felt more stressed since year one of the agency. I feel like every season, there's a new challenge or challenges that awaits me. It's like once I get through one challenge, another one comes right along. And it's quite humbling, truly, to always have these hardships to ground you. A lot of entrepreneurship is mainly this. Dealing with the hardships of running a business. People always like to comment on the flexibility, the freedom, and the status of being a founder or CEO, which has its perks, don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of courage, vulnerability, and boldness required to start from scratch. I launched two new services these past two months, and I have a new one coming in 2024. Does it absolutely scare me to think about what could happen if nothing comes of it? As entrepreneurs, there's always a part of us that fears putting out something new and that it might not do well. It's a vulnerable step and it's scary to think, what if it doesn't work out? But here's the thing, taking chances are scary, but you know what's scarier? Staying complacent and never taking that chance in the first place. Never downplay the courage to start from scratch. Business talk aside, we're less than a week out until Christmas. Bobby, my fiancé, and I are taking a long road trip from New York City to North Carolina to spend Christmas with my family. I'm really looking forward to 
having some time away from the hustle and bustle and for Pepper and Luna, my two cats, to have more space to run around in. Because quite frankly, I could really use a break from them running around my studio apartment and just driving me crazy. My mom texted me the other day saying she went grocery shopping in seven places last week, which means homemade meals galore. Whenever I go home to visit her, she always has so many meals prepared in advance, and I'm not even exaggerating when I tell you that she literally plans her days around the meals instead of the meals around the days. So there's that to look forward to. I'm also looking forward to this downtime with my family. I don't get to see my family very often because of the distance, and this Christmas will be even more special since Bobby will be down there with me. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into the episode. 2023 was a year of rewarding moments. In running, I hit my marathon goal of Boston qualifying at the Columbus Marathon. In business, I launched new services for the agency and hired a full-time employee. In my personal life, I got engaged. But even with all of these moments, the most rewarding was in the waiting. In the waiting, I realized how easily we cruise through life, overlooking the very things that teach us and shape us to who we are meant to be. In the waiting, I learned not to let outside voices distract me. In the waiting, I learned to be still in the chaos. In the waiting, I learned how to respond and not react. In the waiting, I learned that you are not meant for everyone. In the waiting, I learned how strong we are when we put our trust in him and not ourselves. In the waiting, I saw the beauty of progress and hard work. In the waiting, I was reminded of the power of listening. In the trials and hardships, we discover what we were truly looking for all along. So let's break it down one by one. In the waiting, I learned not to let outside voices distract me. I can recall there being a month or two where I just couldn't shake some of the things I was distracted by. It would find its way to distract me from work and life. And I just remember at one point taking some time to really understand why I felt this way. The distractions were causing me to be bitter, angry, frustrated, and weary. Nine times out of 10, when we unpack the thoughts of What's causing this reaction? It usually has to do with what we're currently dealing with or going through. I find that this is more often than not the case in my situation. Something in real life or on social media had triggered me, and it was because I was specifically waiting for my moment to go after something I wanted to accomplish. But in the meanwhile, I was frustrated with this waiting process. I was frustrated that I wasn't there yet. And it goes to show that when someone is negative to you and your goals, 
it's most likely because that person is also in a place where they are frustrated with themselves internally. Side note, not that I was being negative to anyone, but we commonly see that happening on social media. In the waiting, I learned to be still in the chaos. To be quite frank, I like things all neat and orderly. I'm a perfectionist in that way, and when chaos ensues, I have to train myself mentally and physically to cope. Being still in chaos is very uncomfortable. It's like an itch on your back that you can't scratch. It's like holding a very uncomfortably fast pace for a long time, like a tempo run. You know you want to stop. You know that you're bothered. You know you're uncomfortable. The best verse that's gotten me through these chaotic times is this one. Psalm 62.6 Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. Let me tell you, this verse has gotten me through so many situations I mean, it's given me strength, it's given me hope, and it's given me courage that God's got me. There are so many uncontrollable situations in life, and just thinking about what could happen at any given moment is overwhelming. But when you remember, we serve the creator of this universe, and everything bows at his command, it's like this peace that ensures us we have nothing to fear. In the waiting, I learned how to respond and not react. Do you know how many times I would blatantly react to strangers who were rude to me or to anyone I loved? I would snap at them and make sure they knew who they were messing with. I've unpacked this one too, trust me. It stems from trauma being bullied back in elementary and middle school, and sometimes I'm triggered by similar scenarios to when I was little. This past year, I've wrote down more times in my journal than I can count on the occasions where I waited after a similar scenario. Instead of reacting, I would pause and think about what I wanted to say and what I should say instead. I would ask myself questions on whether it was worth it, whether I was acting in God's image, whether that temporary satisfaction of being just like the rude person was worth the efforts. While all those thoughts processed, in that waiting period, the anger subsided. I would feel almost this calmness that I had overcome something that was meant to tempt me. And that sure felt like a win to me. The next time you're in a similar situation where you want to react out of emotion, will you instead ask yourself if it's worth it to respond in that way? In the waiting, I learned that you are not meant for everyone. I found that chasing after people's opinions and validation is a losing game. One that will eat at you repeatedly because of an internal emotion 
called love. Love is the confiding emotion that we all truly want and need at the end of the day. You know those villains in those movies where they'll do all these bad things and then when they break down, it's because they had been deprived or never experienced love. And then you get into all this like whole mindset of, oh, maybe if this villain had been raised a different way or had experienced love growing up, maybe they wouldn't be the villain after all. And then maybe that's why many of us are villains in real life, because we don't have that love. We're deprived of it, or we've never experienced it, or we're just bitter about not having it. Regardless, and now it's making sense, that's why when you already know how loved you are, and that you will always be loved, no matter what you do or say, you realize that you don't need everyone. You don't need the validation or the approval of others because there's only one opinion that truly matters, and that's God's. I learned that and relearned that again and again this past year because I believe this kind of thinking is a muscle that needs to be trained and retrained over and over. Sometimes we fall short when we don't go to the gym or prioritize this mindset. And yes, I am talking about the gym, but I am more so talking about this muscle memory mindset that needs to be trained. Okay, I'm just going to move on. In the waiting, I learned how strong we are when we put our trust in him and not ourselves. This line reminds me of all the times I saw blessings and testimonies come from my running journey. Starting from a 12-minute PR from the United Half Marathon in March to a 22-minute PR from my previous marathon time, I knew who the source of my strength was. This entire year alone, with PRs and course PRs, from short to long distances, putting my trust in God was the best thing I could ever do for my running journey. It taught me so much about myself beyond running, and that's where I just love the parallel that running has with life. And this also excites me for what's to come in 2024, because I know God's not done with me yet with running. I know there's so much more in store. In the waiting... I saw the beauty of progress and hard work. I feel like a lot of the waiting processes are running related. I experienced during the waiting of marathon training, the four grueling months of hard work and progress. I saw this progression firsthand. There were instances that I could pinpoint where I could acknowledge this was a result of waiting. In a world of instant gratification, I found it more satisfying to experience the buildup of putting hard work into a scary goal. Not only that, but there were months where I was working on creating a new service or waiting for the day I wanted to launch. And towards the end, I could also pinpoint the progress and hard work that got me to that point. In the waiting, 
I was reminded of the power of listening. I've had my agency for three years now, and one of the things I'm reminded of working in social media year after year is the power of listening. I found this out more and more in my strategy calls throughout the year. I realized that most people just want to be heard. They want to voice their opinions, their thoughts, and for someone to listen. I used to be the one speaking throughout my strategy calls last year, but this year, I tried a different approach. Instead, I started asking my clients more questions. I dug deep into their lives and what they were passionate about to what they disliked. Gathering this information helped me formulate a strategy plan for them, and I got to learn more about them. When we listen, we can work and operate better for others. I want to continue helping others get better at sharing their story on social media, and it's only by listening where that action happens. If you've made it to the end here, thanks for listening. Far too often, we overlook what happens in the waiting. I have a love-hate relationship with the waiting season. Very similar to how I feel about New York City. But I digress. In the waiting, we face the hardships of holding on to the things we truly want. But in the waiting, we oftentimes learn the truth behind what we wanted in the first place. One thing is for certain. God gives you grace in the waiting. Speaking from experience, I can confidently say that the hardest moments are the most rewarding. Keep waiting. It'll be worth it. I promise. Your turn. What has been some of the most difficult things you've waited for this past year? At the conclusion, was it worth the wait? I'd love to hear from you. Please send me an email at grace at gracefullymade.co or shoot me a DM on my Instagram at bygracely. Looking forward to hearing from you. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to a brand new series I'll be introducing in the new year. Trust me, it's a good one. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you for being a part of this podcast journey with me. I truly appreciate all the love and support. Thanks for tuning in.